0: Hey, if you ever feel like life is a momentum and is a, is a storm and you're also, you know, doing spiritual practice, take this as a massive key to use this as a a big ass jumping platform. Okay. The fact that you took on the inner work of going through those memories and clearing the emotions by crying it out, and then, you know, letting go of it, of that held repression of emotion, you know, um, because that's energy clearing, and now I'm realizing more and more, okay, yeah, that is really fucking strength, um, that's high, 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 high amount of strength, because in that sheer moment, as you're doing this work, you willingly know you're going to step into like a spike field of emotions because they're your past things that were kind of held up, held down in a sense. And you're going to have to relive the momentum of not, you know, emotionally of not having had that, um, you know, from the point where you heal it. Yes. It's a, it's not just that. There's another process that happens at the same time. Remember non-duality at the same time and moment is that you're healing yourself, as well, so the crying, like I said, it's natural. Yet now I'm realizing, oh wow, especially um, if you've been doing this kind of work for uh, an amount of time, or let's say you, you do this work a, a tad bit later in your amount of uh, in your years, you know, of age. Well, that's one heck of a backlog that will come out of that subconscious belief that you're clearing up. That is one heck of a backlog of momentum and, and things that will come out. But after that, you are fucking scot-free from whatever that belief was because you were able to mend it, to heal it. Yet, I now have a newfound respect for that because the more I'm interacting in that field... And the more I'm talking about with more, uh, the more I'm talking about it with people that are um, more advanced than me in various sections of that field, you know, because there's multiple lenses of perceptions. So it's inter, it's great, it's entertaining, it's joyous to talk to people that have different lenses. And I keep asking, what's the intention? And when I notice another person like going through that moment in a sheer like. Straight up two minutes, pure like heart out, and then straight up healing. And I'm like, it you know, it happened to me earlier on, but I, I wasn't able to connect that that was the process that was going in there, and why because I hadn't practiced it enough to recognize it, you know, step by step. Now it's like from time to time, I just pause and go, Oh, what's going on? Okay, belief. and. I get more conscious of being conscious. You know, I get more conscious of the process of being conscious about those things and noticing the real-time momentum. So at that point, it's just, okay, well, let me just change it. But again, the the always got to remember, and that's why you kind of have to get ready. It's like knowing you're going to go into a lion's den because you're going to hit you're going to get hit with such a momentum of emotion especially at that part before you understand the aspect that well at the end of the day it brought you to this point in time of fully understanding your momentum your actions and what it did and being able to change it full you know because you've checked your timeline and momentum so at that point you just kind of go oh wow yet yeah lion's den of emotion remember you you'll be doing that backlog that there's going to be a sneaky thought and it's normal it's in the process but there's going to be a of course you kind of need that thought to understand the aspect of momentum but there's going to be a thought that will kind of go like and i missed all those years because of dot 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 and you know linking back to the trauma all those years of doing whatever you were kind of clearing up but Ultimately, again, that just gets not, it grows big, you know, you you let go, you release, yet you'll know it'll naturally die down because it's like, yep, but all of this brought you to this point in time where you have complete, total, utter control of your current actions and interaction and fully understanding the momentum that brings you here from a point of, a starting point that you didn't choose. So now what do you choose? What's fun? You can see it all. You understand that more of a, at a core, and you're kind of able to just play a bit more. It's, um, again, it's amazing. It's really fucking amazing. And yeah, a massive, massive amount of respect for uh, those who have went through those processes. It doesn't really matter the range of age, but those who went through that process, it's like, wow, that is major strength and fucking remember that, you literally go, by, by willingness, you go into, you, you, you there's the analogy, step into the shadows, right at the 555, whatever, (laughs) awesome, you know, you literally step into the shadows, but look at it as a visual aspect, you don't know what's out there, so you're just stepping in there, or, okay, the scariest things would come, um, maybe, I think the, the mind field of emotion or the spike field of emotion, it, because you know, it's going to spike, you know it, but you're willingly going through it and understanding that it's not, you know, you're not impaling yourself. You're just freeing yourself from those, uh, what's actually perceived as spikes, you know, because it's all the mind's perception of, a habit, a feeling, or w- whatever the belief is, that it would hurt, that it would, you know, the th- things that kind of bring this aspect of separation would be a better term as well. Maybe I, I'll clean that up or check it out at one point. Who knows? It changes, it evolves. Let's just play. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, uh, again, thank you. you. You guys rock. And yeah, keep that as like a a massive, massive key and tool. Whenever you feel down, you just got to remember, hey, you went through those fi- those battles way before. You took... No, you created and you brought an amazing amount of strength to that field. So this is just another day. <laughs> Interesting things that happened today. Like, after... after a beautiful channeling session and then the synchronicity of an old movie brings some things to light in what was spoken in the channeling session it was like as soon as i went outside after that energy the sun was straight up in my area of my face i walk a corner doves and pigeons just start flying in mass and then i encounter like um amazing man having a dog and Draw his dog and it was just fun to do the cute little dog was so happy and fun and then meeting other people back to back to back having this sense of just ah uh, wait awe awe-inspiring in life and then when heading to the main street things got even more interesting because Um, A homeless guy I encountered multiple times really friendly dude said that a bunch of things happened to him and he is starting to get back into singing because even cops came to him at 2 in the morning to have him sing because he used to sing to a lot of people in the street so he's been offered a, a let's say a gig to sing at someone's office party and it's like oh wow and it was interesting yet when stepping out of the shop I was supposed to go and going back on the main street, encountered a friend of mine, another friend of mine, which I'd met multiple times, artist friend. And we had an interesting discussion, this little back and forth on what's currently happening. And he's still, you know, I fully understand he's in the cynical part and, um, you know, still kind of believes in this whole thing happening that's still very very scared um, in that sense and it's like understandable we just kind of try to understand this from multiple lenses and perspective to the degree that he was open as an artist he was quite open so that was interesting but from that point I was a bit of a shift and then I went back to the main street after going higher up in his house and this is where things kind of got into an interesting shift oh right two men and their dogs, meaning the second guy with his dog, once I drew him, and then I drew his dog, he kind of offered me $15, and usually when I do sketches in the street, I don't ask, I just kind of go with it, and he straight up gave me $15, and I didn't refuse, Uh, I drew his dog as an extra, because I initially drew him, and it was really cool, and I was really thankful, um, (laughs) And that was before meeting my homeless friend. So it was like an interesting back to back to back on that. And when returning after that conversation, things kinda shifted. Because it's as if I took a bit of that, you know, worry, worried energy type of deal. You know, those worry topic. It wasn't as high flying as it was, and funny enough, sky kinda got gray. <laughs> and then um Crap! What was it? It's like I met another homeless person because the that's you know our main street. Um, many homeless people. Kind of interacting with each other, and that previous homeless guy I told you was kind of stopping people from fighting and getting people into more of an aspect of togetherness. So, interesting shift of energy uh he kept trying to repeat it that repeating his story that he was in prison and all of that and eventually maybe that also added up to it a constant repetition of the past to explain the current moment um which does bring the same vibe of what was in the past yet he was light-hearted so it wasn't like a direct i'm gonna talk about my entire sad you know w- all the sad things that happened to me it was just very uh, an inner surprise of hating cops for an amount of time because of his situation and his initial momentum and then finding himself like just in joy but again it's a tad bit of a human habit to repeat the the sad story without trying to explain the the metaphysical aspects of that you know and it's tricky fully understood yet there still is a bit of a bit of a, a vibration influence to it and After the conversation with my friend and then back on the main street, there was a homeless guy that was asking in more of a needy way, um, saying, I saw you on the street talking to people and, you know, and I gave him $2. And the latter exercise for his aspect of, because he was, he was talking about getting into an apartment, this aspect of, you know, telling the story, I'm going to get an apartment in a week, but I need things to get settled. And it's understandable, fully understandable in the moment. So I gave him $2 from that sense. And here's where things kind of get pondering, pondering, but also understood later on. He kept asking, because he's like, I'm not like the other homeless people, uh, if you could spare a 10 and such, and, or even a 5. And it's like, but I gave you 2, plus, you know, possibly a tip that he couldn't necessarily understand at the point in time, which is understandable. It's still a seed. Yet, he was still being insistent, and I found myself being kind of pushed back by that, um, here's where, you know, things kind of get interesting because we eventually left off still on good terms. And he said, I'm still, you know, I'm going to go ask other people. And it's like, okay, uh, because you've got a two and you're asking for $3 more or a five instead, you know, you're asking for an extra five on top of that $2. So there's a bit of a push yet later on when I was walking down the street, I'm like, well, I received 15. Why not give him a five? Yet, there was a small pause, because I started, one, there was a series of questions going in my mind, like, channeling just kind of kicked in, I'm going in, well, okay, what was said and what was done was done in the moment, and it had a purpose, you know, I was kind of trying to help him, um, just a little basic exercise, kind of like what Neville Goddard did with the latter exercise, but for whatever situation he wanted, yet he was not open to listen, and it's as if my guy just kind of went and said keep going I'll explain at home so upon walking I just started having this inner conversation with the guide and going okay well what's going on well what was noticed is just a clear example of energy and shifting when I went in and started sketching people offering my energy you know just for fun without necessarily having intentions of revenue it just came money just came And that's more, um, you know, again, really quick sketch on a sketchbook, like a bust. Yet, in that same moment, I received an example of a needy energy that I might have had in my mind's eye or in my mindset when it comes to offering sketches. Yet it was reflected physically after, and this is where I'm always shocked at how life kind of plays with you in that instance. Off the high vibe, I had not needy energy, so I wasn't demanding money. I wasn't demanding revenue to get paid for the sketches. I actually did maybe three, four sketches, and I only got paid for one set, and it was fun by me. It was just fun and playful, and the dog was a Pomeranian, so it was really cool. Um, Yet, when it came to putting some certain online services, at times I do feel you know, subconsciously a needy, an aspect of needy energy, you know, um, this has, it's not really in the aspect of the way I'm presenting it more. So the aspect of what I'm feeling when I'm setting it up and right then and there, I have received the interesting physical representation and as well as energetical representation of a needy energy. In the aspect of okay, a certain amount was given, but more was asked. Thus, needing you know an aspect, bring an energy of in uh, an aspect of need. Yes, and this is where I love the fact that that interconnection helps me understand this because my conscious mind was starting to feel bad. Thus, the feeling of separation started kicking in. Yet. After having trained to understand what's that feeling of separation, the questions became deeper and more conscious about, well, it's not a person-to-person. What's the energy aspect of it? And when looking into it, this was started to be understood more clearly. So this was interesting because then after when I started asking... Okay, well, then what if I had given him the $5? Well, he would have still had the same energy and went off to another person like he told you. So it, wouldn't, it didn't really... It did, and it didn't really matter. Both. Non-duality. Gotta get used to it. The idea of the tip might be something that would come up in his subconscious mind at night. Or he might actually test it physically to change up his energy. Yet, whether or not I would have given him the extra bill or not it wouldn't have changed his energetic state and i would have continued repeating this pattern of being you know um a people pleaser in this aspect over stretching over you know having good intentions yet those good intentions were not on the energetic level which is the that again base state that we all play with, that we all have access to, that we all, you know, work, those perimeters we all work with. So it was really interesting to kind of gather that in that moment, like having a straight-up direct reflection of that. Because, wow. (laughs) Just wow. And now that has me, you know, more material for me to look tonight and reflect upon because you know i want to start looking at where have i had that energy more frequently or how often do i you know exert that but mentally as well as physically if it happens you know so thank you universe thank you life thank you everything and everything that kind of led to uh, the granular levels of this understanding leading it to its simplicity um it's just so much fun <laughs> oh wow wow fucking wow <laughs> and now i know at the same time how to rebalance certain kind of energies um you know having those early channeling session kind of like in meditation um watching inspirational movies or things that can just give you hints and clues Um, something that's over the top that it doesn't even touch the conscious mind or even doesn't, you know, link it to reality for that negative, you know, subconscious habit repetitions. No, it's so watching something so ludicrous, so fun, playful. It's kind of like, um, what's the name of it? Um, naked gun, that kind of stuff. Stefan Chow um kung fu hustle you know playing with that what was up in the 90s and 80s and not necessarily the messages and the behaviors were not taken or not played with any sort of seriousness tricky because i understand as a kid it would look a tad bit different it was the first thing that you pick up and of course subconscious mind yet later on you start noticing "Mm, okay yeah Uh, Compared to today's TV series and TV shows or even movies, there's less of an attempt to trying to be realistic. It's not a gritty, realistic thing. So the momentum of that, and of course, of course, all of it with balance, no over repetition of anything. Yet there's less of a habit of the conscious mind to stick to, let's say, those imageries when it's over the top. You know, you clearly see a character overplaying their personality and their role, which is fascinating. So there's no direct connection. But I can't imagine or understand that a person that would re replaying certain things over and over and over, or let's say watching that same type of stuff continuously, would develop those things by proxy. It's just not as subtle and as realistically connected as those modern day series so interesting stuff man life is fucking great more analysis more discoveries more playfulness because nothing is really set in stone for all i know more things are going to come up to show hey this is actually different (laughs) and i'll be fucking open for it (laughs) because i don't let the ego stand in the way so yeah life is just fun play with energy and understand when you have that aspect of high energy and just openness and sometimes possibly falling back into neediness because of a belief, a perception. And then just change it. Have fun. Okay, wow, yeah, I completely forgot to to add this thing to the whole emotional release, um, which included the whole momentum of... You know sensing the whole momentum of what could have been if that belief was changed which leads to you know crying which is the release yet crying as a release and having that huge momentum is not only a, there's another factor to it which is really cool because um like i remember checking tony robbins and having his instructions prior and remembering this aspect of, well, yeah, the emotion, it, oh, Tony Rob, both Tony Robbins and Joe Dispenza, thank you, um, because they've noticed a key detail that the emotion or whatever trauma starts initially and keeps that subconscious loop is there also primarily because it was a shock emotion. It was a really, sh- um, it was a shock emotion. So the attention was kept. Um, It's weird because it's like, it's not complete. Like, I understand the whole theory of the blank out because, fuck, our memory is a weird thing. It's really odd. This is something else because, hell, even the theory of memory has kind of been changed a bit. So, this brings uh, a bit more research into it. Or, uh, it will kind of prompt a bit more research into it because it's an aspect of the emotion, the high emotion prior... Um, prior to the first couple of steps and then the aftermath, okay? But the mind often tends to blank out the direct moment because it doesn't necessarily want to live it and have pain. It just prevents it, has fear, yet still paradoxically bring it up. Okay, so in the release, it's a similar thing, yet the imprint that happens because of the high emotion is the release of that belief. So, just like the initial start, there's a high, oh my God, you know, there's a big, oh my God, that you get as a kid on that trauma, on that event, which leaves that impression as an old belief. Because of that high emotion because if it wasn't you know, there are studies where those high emotions um, It could also be love. You know, you will always remember your first time or various stuff like that You know your first date or your various relationships because they have high emotions to them Now what happens is that leaves an imprint it makes those memory much easier to connect to and of course they bind to the subconscious as well quite easily so in doing that release what often happens when tony robin does his interventions and you'll see people break down or get into a fiery state you know he brings them to those state because with those high emotions it is much easier to have those locked into the subconscious it's a very interesting thing to kind of notice um to do manually, because those can happen, well, just like the initial installment of those uh, prior beliefs, well, those can come naturally, those can be... you know, happen naturally, you go to a concert, you have a a huge amount of fun, various things and synchronicities are connecting in, you'll have that, you'll kind of keep it as an imprint, not not that it's going to bring a belief unless something happened there, yet still, some of these things can happen naturally, Um, yet now taking active control of it and understanding that factor as... um, a helpful factor. So, again, we're kind of breaking down the whole myth of crying for drama. That was TV bullshit. You know, it's been, well, <laughs> TV bullshit, but it's been a passed-on habit, a repeated passed-on perception true civilization and um, uh, societies until you get the understanding of what the heart reaction means and the feeling of separation in connection to that. Yet, especially in the especially combining that with the aspect of the release, so the heart literally tells you, "Oh man, you're feeling separated from yourself." Yes, that's totally it because the belief was false to begin with, causing an aspect of separation. Feeling the momentum of that belief growing, separation, 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 growing, growing, growing. You're crying, releasing all that that separation, and then whew, gone. And because you've you know you've imprinted a new belief right in the right after that process you know you just kind of go yeah i'm releasing all this shit because i didn't choose it that wasn't my initial you know i didn't choose that initial perception that was just coming from someone who saw it with their perception yet that automatically means they had it within them you know it's not from you it they had it within them so you can you see, you're kind of stacking up Tetris blocks against the old belief, but also consciously understanding the momentum, both energetically and also with the mind. It's going to be interesting to see because, again, there's a bit of, uh, bah, Maybe I'm, I'm diving too into it and I'll let it go. Yet it does bring in this interesting question about emotional attachment to that memory which is in a way a replayed fiction which always changes depending on your state of consciousness so okay wow fuck and again um big 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 props to those who are facing that later on in life because the momentum is much bigger You know, that belief was held up for a longer amount of time. Uh, Yet, once you clear it, you're like, oh my. You, You know, I've seen them in... You know, I've had personal discussions as well as seeing Tony Robbins' intervention, and now it makes much more sense. It's quite amazing. Really, really quite amazing. Oh, and in the aspect of perception... Uh, Again, when it comes to those original negative beliefs that we didn't necessarily choose, one healing method to stack another Tetris block against the old belief is this aspect and remembering it in order, in a way, you know, loose order. But just understanding this concept that one, a person, you or whoever else, does not choose their initial perception. So you come into this world as a soul and then you get, you know, you come into the mind and body, um, being fully open and accepting of everything, having joy and love. Again, no evil babies, no demon babies. Um, And then you're given a name after repetition. So there's a cognitive connection and association to that. And this is where the process of you know having a perception being created slowly begins. You start from the environment you didn't necessarily choose, with the parents that you didn't necessarily choose, with the society you didn't necessarily choose. Alright, none of it is your choice. So understanding that, here comes number two. Depending on the trauma, okay, let's say it's a situation where somebody said something or something really harsh happened and you were labeled, okay? In the aspect of labels, okay. One must have it within. One must perceive its existence to project it. So the person in question, you know, those who kind of, let's say, laid a trauma or laid a label or kind of brought that trigger. Okay. Whatever trigger it is, because triggers are kind of coming from labels or labeled Reactions, you know, all of it is that this um, idea of a joint perception with labels. So society says, "Oh, this good, this bad, this right, this wrong," and then this ca—those labels uh, or whatever labels those are associated with—causes triggers. You know, the heart react, the mind react. There's a reaction, okay, based on those labels or even traumas. Yet. When you return to understanding that, the origin of perception, and then you understand that one must have it within slash perceive its existence to then call someone else that or to see it in someone else, then whatever it is, it's not, it was never within you. It was always within the other person. And then you just let go of it. You know, it's a powerful critical hit that you can add on to um, destroying, (laughs) not destroying. (laughs) It's because I went critical hit. So I'm like destroyed. No, no, no. To um, flip those old beliefs, because as soon as that kind of gets consciously understood, you're like, you and so you never never that and the repetition that a mind tries to do is softened greatly because it kind of it gets to a point of a conscious understanding that you were never that it was always coming from someone else's perception and now for why this is a critical hit is at the same time as you realize that within yourself you understand that the person that dropped the label on you did not choose it all right, nobody chooses a um, a perception that would actively, lower one's mood it all comes from this aspect of understanding when you ask yourself the question do i want to be a good moon and a bad moon do i want to be in a flowing state or do i want to be jaded you know those questions that we rarely ask because you know the matrix <laughs> uh, no just they're not too popular questions because they're corny it's cheesy to be happy but you see the consequences that kind of happen over time and the momentum and the bouncing off of perceptions which which were all, you know, when you, which were all for none, because originally you create your own perception in a way. Um, to the core of your being, upon understanding how and what perception is, you create your own. You know, let's say you were born in another country, it would be a completely different perception and a set of rule sets, terms, labels, terminologies, and different time errors as well. So, when you get that, you let yourself off the hook and you also let the other person off the hook because nobody would just consciously choose knowing the consequences that happen. Nobody would constantly choose that as a perception and to push it, you know? So that's interesting because you can play even further with this aspect of perception, asking yourself on a, you know, on a or hourly base, just to kind of play with it. Don't make it too serious. But it's like, how do I perceive this current situation? What am I perceiving now in my room? And you see if the perception that kind of just comes off the top of your head, which is the mind for now, it can be channeled as well. But you'll figure it out. You'll you'll definitely see the difference. Because upon it being channeled, you're you'll notice the difference. You'll notice something that's much more... Lighthearted and positive, um, instead of the default aspect of the mind without cleanup. Um, if it's cleaned up, or kind of, you know, uh, your certain old beliefs or habits of talking, you know, uh, especially when it comes to television media, habits of talking fuck around with perceptions because they do bring an aspect of, um, you know, more common negativity. To perception so uh, let's say as an example i'm currently cleaning up my stuff after taking the advice of uh the last transmission at much more hot <laughs> heart and initially my initial perception upon seeing my boxes of sketchbooks and other stuff and it's like ah what am i going to do ah oh, there's just so much stuff and then i pause and went like wait TV reaction. Yep. Okay. Let me change that. What kind of result do I want? Well, a better state. Okay. I can use the law of polarity, or I can just change my wording. There's there's multiple ways to do it. But upon having this point, this current point in the now, and having caught that old TV speak, you know, the the casual jargon in a sense. Um, there's better ways to phrase it, but you know, I'm calling it for now. Well, then I'm no longer running with that momentum of being jaded about it. And I can use the law of polarity, uh, on one hand to just kind of go, well, I'm glad I have much more content done than before. Um, this does shine light on the productivity that I had and still have. You know, this does inspire me looking through those and seeing my progress to getting more and more into a channeled state with my drawing. Um, you know, I can change it. I can also say uh, polarity would have been a bit more applied to this statement. Well, it's not as much as I had back in my old house, you know, just saying it's not as bad as this. It's not as much as that. Yet changing the statement on its own is also much more efficient. (laughs) So you see, gradually there's an aspect of there's a change of what's being said in the mind. So the inner dialogue no longer is oriented towards the negative only. Like the common jargon, the the common, you know, TV whining, you know, because there needs to be conflict on TV, yet the repetition of that jargon uh, and the repetition of that binge watching, which is, you know, one of the consequences of having that technology readily and accessible and the large amount of content, which is great. Remember, always a double-edged sword, yet the continuation of that kind of jargon does not leave... a a fun inner dialogue, a positive, a great momentum of inner dialogue. It's just repeating the hero's story and having the whang whang until some miraculous thing happens where I can get happy and my dialogue will just change. No! Fuck that. Because, you know, 70% of the time in a series, um, you only get like, or you'll get 80% of a series or an episode in a sense is fight, fight, fight or conflict and getting to something. You get the happy moment, but it's just a minute 20 to 10%. Subconsciously, your subconscious keeps learning through repetition. That's how you can get into an aspect of mastery when you do conscious repetition in a flow state, in an aspect of joy. Yet repetition uh, on its own, still brings you or still locks in that kind of behavior and habit in the subconscious. So it's quite, you know, when you spot these things, these little inner dialogue that you did not consciously choose again, you did not consciously choose, you can always balance these things out and change them. And the same kind of goes for those negative beliefs, fully understanding the creation of perception to the degree that is possible for within you. And there's always going to be more. Uh, I love the analogy of having, having this be like a game because just like that, you can stack up more little Tetris blocks against the old belief and just eventually just had it completely fall down along with some emotional release. That's like when it comes to the emotional release, that's it all of that just falling down and crumbling in a sense as well. So yeah, more more interesting downloads happening when it comes to that. I'm super glad and grateful for that and everyone that has helped for this. It's fantastic. It's like again, big ass co-op game. We're all just pooling into this. <laughs> awesome and also feel f- variate feel free for variation create your own fun variation i mean the analogy of game is one thing but you can also make this as i've spoken about the vr game type of deal uh you can also do this movie or music video or whatever kind of rings with you but you find your own variation at your own pace so have fun also want to add an extra thing um and it kind of goes with the whole polarity aspect so you can in the aspect of adding more tetris blocks to it um you can literally like in the case i said about the drawing i could also see it as a form of abundance okay because it was an abundance of having multiple papers (laughs) pieces of papers but also an abundance of ideas an abundance of experience you know it 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 doesn't necessarily need to be money when it comes to abundance so that can be linked to it repetition is everything all is repetition could be also understood that way with that factor as well it is also an aspect of unconditional love any aspect of practicing drawing without any conditions added to it, there was no need, except a tad bit later on, when it came to, you know, another uh, phase of doing a comic that I'm currently working on, where back in that vibe, where I used to live with certain, um, you know, negative roommates, they didn't choose their momentum, yet, that was still a vibe that was around, and... There was a lot of conditional thinking and the aspect of only certain, you, you know, the, the old saying of professionals do this, and this is what's going to be accepted in the industry. So conditional, literally conditional love for an activity of passion, okay, which was, which kind of explains, now I look back at it, uh, the amount of missing years. Where I didn't necessarily draw any comics or have much online activity. Because that conditional thinking continued while I was in that space. And stuck, you know, via repetition (laughs) in my mind. But now looking back at those, again, stacks of sketchbooks, I can say that, yeah, unconditional. Literally unconditional. And that imagination became a reality. You know, it's also essence that's growing, an essence of a specific creative essence, you know, that's growing and tailoring itself and that will be offered to other people, which will then create their own variation from that inspiration, you know, those who resonate with it. And those who don't will also benefit from that because they'll have a clear idea of what they prefer from what they don't necessarily prefer. (laughs) It's just going to take us, you know, just a year or two for, human or the earth uh, i say a year or two i'm being a bit too uh, long term a couple of months maybe for humans in general and society to drop the habit of mentioning what they don't necessarily like and automatically taking the bounce from you know what they do not necessarily prefer even i'm i'm, I'm facing that because oftentimes i find myself kind of often reacting negatively to things I don't necessarily prefer but that's an old childhood impression you know uh, from the environment I was in which kind of sucks but it's gonna get cleared just take some moment of time to just realize the reaction and kind of go well wait you don't particularly prefer that yet that automatically gave you a bounce off point And also, as an add-on, you can also, you see the Tetris blocks, (laughs) as an add-on, you can also play with the idea of creating your own variation. And at that point, you think whatever has led you to creating that variation, because if it wasn't for that, there wouldn't have been that new creative momentum and flow. So it's like, it's really like an interesting game of just stacking up (laughs) uh, while having compassion and wisdom you know, that balance, but stacking up stuff against the old belief, it's not a fight, it's not a destroy, it's basically just kind of like a little game of uh, competitive Tetris, you know, but all that to heal from within, and change internal habit to propulse yourself to the maximum momentum you can, you'd be able to achieve out of pure free will, you know, and also because that on its own, you know, without going with the, <laughs> that verbal narrative, that on its own is just returning yourself to your true essence, you know? It's just returning to yourself to that unhindered space of creation that you used to have as a kid before the stack-up of trauma. But So counter-stack and have fun. Go back to that original state and play. I'm also gathering a couple of uh, interesting notices of personal behavior. Sorry, I've got the purifier on. <laughs> so, um, air purifier. That's uh, okay. So, yeah, I'm getting into subtle, much more subtle perimeters of certain inner subconscious behaviors. Because I remember uh, now getting rid of various things, selling them, scrapping them, giving them or recycling them, well there's a couple of times I noticed there's certain things I wanted to keep and through a nice series of synchronicities and coincidence, I found myself doing the same thing for certain um, videos on YouTube I'd like to watch. So accumulating either a queue or making multiple playlists of things I might go back to, yet right then and there it's like the uh, inner guide kind of went yeah but you've got the knowledge that you got at that point you because i was about to clean up more of you know more of my space and uh, do more of the work while i went back to an Abraham video that i started which gave me some amazing keys a lot of interesting synchronicities with what i was earlier uh, thinking about and a different lens of perspective on it given in the video as well as a very interesting uh strategy you know another critical hit the ad so that was really cool yeah that was the first four minutes so I thought about going back there and immediately there was a bit of a thought going well it's always there and oftentimes the whole accumulation of things is that old feeling of one, I might need it, and two do that or else the old method um, that was kind of like the the household stand you know, that kind of idea which is very toxic very, 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 very very toxic because that, trained from zero to nine, gives this habit of again, as explained you know, it's, well, you know, the thinking pattern goes, I might miss out on something, so I might as well do that. See? Or this idea of lack might be missing out, might be lacking, and that's the vibe that's kept push, okay? Or I might forget, or I might not remember, always lack, lack, because Back in that household, if you forget something, you know, if you're supposed to be psychic, which I always got to make fun of because, you know, fully understanding that's how they were raised, I don't want to fall back into the negative response for it. You know, I know they were raised by that and also the subconscious programming, which is why what got me to understand this now, which is helping a lot Um, of other people, you know, millions now from what I'm being told on the streets. (laughs) Um, So it's like, hey, they tell me a lot of cool things, (laughs) a lot of crazy things, lots of cool things. But, um, you know, so I'm thankful for it, which is fun. You know, it's getting me into a much more higher vibe instead of defaulting back to the old resentment. I'd only be doing it to myself. So that was the way they were raising us do that or else, do your, do your homework or else, you know, the or else, is, you know, the else is pain, you want to evade pain, so when you understand that, that neuro how, you know, repeated that neural pattern was formed from zero to nine, and then even during teenage years, you kind of get that the subconscious, which does not necessarily keep things in a logical order, okay, it'll just keep the feeling. And we'll bring a reaction. (sighs) Well, you begin to kind of see how that little thought, that little behavior is or does spread to multiple things. Yet you're also able to catch true similarity. Again, like tabs, like video playlists, like uh, whatever else is being kept with that same mindset. Um, whether it be kitchen utensils or books or sheets of paper, like uh, all that with an aspect of balance. But it's easier to see how the behavior kind of goes through multiple things, multiple subjects and objects. When you are continuously bombarded with this idea of lack, and if you lack, you get pain. Yet the contiguous and here's a, the the irony another irony is like yeah if you keep talking about lack pointing fingers at it and saying it better not mm, or that well you're literally just aiming and pushing and repeating it <laughs> so it's like well that's not it's not what you want but you're pointing at it you're pushing it you're repeating it and you're saying you better not that and it's like but what, what? <laughs> You See, repetition, it's that simple, but they were, you know, they were, uh, whatever, you don't want to bring slavery back, uh, if you know what I mean, because that came, the, the passing down of those habits came from that, yet it's perpetuated from generation to generation. What I wanted to say is, like, I don't want to bring that subject up because it's past, but you, to understand why that behavior is there, you kind of have to glance at it. You don't make the mistake that most, uh, I think, g- internet generation does. Where they kind of get re-inflamed. And it's not necessarily a fault. Uh, it's just a behavior of perpetual ha- per- having your emotions perpetually tweaked by a context which you are not part of, but have been trained to react to as it's online based off. Whether, you know, you want to be socially just as a good person or a bad person, and still caring about that. Yet, same kind of thing happened with the, uh, you know, TV programming to a certain degree. So, it's... geez, I went really far in there. It's this aspect that, yeah, they fall... As soon as the whole racism or the word racism pops up or, you know, you go back to the whole slavery aspect, uh, a lot more focus is placed on what happened then instead of looking at the now to then. okay, and here's the big breakthrough that kind of came to me to then switch your thought pattern from do this or else to what's the result that you want? do this and then flipping both at the same time so it's like saying both sentences at the same time to think both of them at the same time so there's thinking about the result and then to you know to as much as you can and then you'll get the main action and then there's also at the same time Just free-flowing, flow-stating, and just playfully asking the question, okay, well, let me try that first step, what would happen, and then visualizing it. So, or having somewhat of a feeling towards what it would be. So, when you get that, and you kind of, again, it's a repetition. So, repetition of thinking that way, repetition of actions that way, and back and forth. Um, because at that point, you just kind of rewrite some of those habits subconsciously. It just becomes an aspect of, okay, well then let me just repeat this instead. And looking at the momentum of the stuff that was kept, you know, in this example, um, kind of catching the times whenever that very same idea Thought feeling was repeated, and then you know, do your release either out of anger, or crying, or whatever you kind of want to do, whatever floats your boat. To then acknowledge that it, yo, it all got you to this point in time when you're able to go back through it, analyze it, and then understand how you can control and change your momentum on this aspect of yourself to go to have much more control towards where you want to go and how happier your life gets to be because you focus it like you actively take control of your focus to stick to that because you consciously, also a big bonus like the natural thing and it's really nuts man the naturalist of thing big bonus is once you're in that mode things feel much more flowing Easier, uh, faster as well, more enjoyable. You're because there's also your focus being on all the more enjoyable aspect and what's your objective. So it's you know you've taken control of it. So you're not letting it go wild. And in that mode, it's quite surprising the amount of stuff that can happen, the amount of people that you light up that. Naturally, kind of feel much better around you because you're, you know, you feel in a much different state because you've actually chosen to be in a different state and be completely transparent and genuine with yourself and everyone else. You know, it's a, it's quite a shift and it's quite a, um, a, It's quite a carrot to put in front of you, in front of the mind, which oftentimes wants to stay in the past or repeat certain habits of the past or feel safe in that way. Yet when you shift, again, like you kind of take control. And it takes the time it takes. You just give yourself the time. Well, once that shift happened and you start noticing the, the things happening around you, then you know it's really intriguing and really cool at the same time because it's a base device that every human being has you know it's like everyone can do it it just depends are you going to take the time and then are you ready to detach from parts of yourself or the entirety of it you know can you playfully do it and non-duality just accepting that too you know so it's really fascinating how life events just like now I want to move and all this stuff started because of that and asking, OK, how do I start traveling more often? How do I get more into shape? How do I um, like have much less things to hold? Can I, you know, traveling more often, be much more free to move around and go explore different places, different countries, because now it's kind of. Fun to get more inspiration directly from the outside, not just internet, you know. Um, and feel different kind of moods, flows, have different kind of encounters, see different kind of opportunities, you know. You gotta throw the dice to see if you're gonna win. So <laughs> it's it's kind of like saying you gotta make the first move to get a chain of reaction and some kind of momentum. You gotta play the game to finish no there's no ending but it's kind of like not staying stale so to do so not staying stale and just having fun, much more fun so it does require like that chain of habit change because from what I hear <laughs> it is uh you know it, it can't take the slow crawl or it can't take uh the dramatic aspect and it's like you know what i think uh just taking care of it now would just solve the whole thing uh not letting this linger or uh, <laughs> uh yeah i do hear that energetically that kind of stuff happens and i'm like huh huh yeah, and uh, I don't know I'm, I'm checking a couple of theories here um, uh, this is this kind of goes into the whole soul desire meaning there, once you kind of let loose and go back to your default state, again sticking to a flow state uh, being in that zone of non-labeling non-attachment which often brings you into non-reaction, or you might need to, you know, clean some more things up in your mind. Well, um, you get messages, you get hints. Again, what happened, this whole thing, you know, this audio. (laughs) Uh, Really cool chain of events and synchronicities, as well as even granular particles of things that happened outside prior to that, leading to this point. And it's like, ah, and all this started because I gave a um, you know it's like because I gave a fuck about this well you know took the intuition at heart and played with it so there's um, there's definitely a communication there's definitely a guide and the more I started interacting with it the more it just became like this back and forth interesting uh, just like conversation with God uh I got to say Neil's Neil Donald Watch man thank you that uh, that Esther Hicks and you know the whole gang like but that one specifically was quite interesting because I started asking the question and until I got the um understanding of the heart reaction I wasn't necessarily understanding that I was putting myself down every time I'd thought about having this communication remember that childhood and then catholic religion you know the the whole shebang uh but when i caught that and i started changing that i started paying more attention to what was coming back and then considering it intuition because the world god kind of got tainted um you know the early brainwashing the movie and all of that good intentions but the the lasting impress, you know image Of practically the universe giving you birth is uh, this angry person that will smite you if you do something that they created you in their image so you know it's like okay you gave me all the tools and you said everything is in your image so you're all doing but not if i do that i'm not you know it's like so with that image, you don't necessarily want to have that kind of interaction or even think about that. And it, when you understand how it oppressed other people or that specific way of, you know, talking about a universe or God, that oppressed other people, uh, well, the word kind of brings up a negative connotation, something to clear up. Still, once that thing was open, back and forth, looking at what's happening, the synchronicities, even with videos meetings events uh inner reflection inner cleaning up and hints more and more hints about that it became a bit clear that it's like oh shit wow and noticing that the momentum i had with this was much more hands-on and direct than it has ever been in any other years this also does a um surpasses what i've learned when I was studying books... And even audiobooks... Because it's instant... It's what I need in the moment... So... It's... Um, there's something to it... And I can't deny it... I've played with it long enough... To be like... Oh okay... So... Yeah... They weren't fucking kidding... Holy shit... And... flow or even glow for those who saw The Last Dragon uh, that, you know the the Bruce Lee being like water that kind of state it's linked to that it's a very, very there's um, multiple words you can put on that like natural free-flowing intuitive um obvious decision um really fun playful joyful all of that at the same time sensation you know or and momentum so yeah it's really interesting when you when I just pause to think about that and see how that all comes into motion uh, it's also quite a game changer because you're you notice that you're no longer hooked on things that you don't necessarily need you know you don't have fake needs and yes there's a a bit of residue but it things you know with you and doing that inner questioning it becomes clearer what is of use in the moment, might be checked in another moment, or might not necessarily ever be required, was just possibly a passing idea, which you can just get the feeling of and then drop, because if it's not necessarily going to be needed, you can still feel it. It, it. You see, there's different perceptions of life, which is fucking interesting to start peeking into. ...as every hard drive is different... ...and every... ...hard drive... ...in a sense has a... ...something to add on to... ...something to... ...that will pique interest... ...so... ...you know... ...as a... ...it's a metaphor... ...but it's... ...for real... ...like your... ...your current hard drive is not the same as your first one... ...that includes up to the granular details of the files date created and date modified so it's to that degree because that would be the time year the person is born so the ideas the civil norms the what is considered real or not uh scientifical breakthrough med- um, spiritual breakthroughs all of that is a factor as well as some key other things so You take that into consideration and you just kind of, again, go and check most things out. You know, you're not stuck to one idea, one momentum, one um, identity, or uh, an idea of this is my preference to that degree and that's it, that's all. No, there's always going to be higher degrees. Uh, different combinations, variations, nuances, everything evolves, so it's interesting, (laughs) it just really makes life quite more interesting compared to whatever drama is propagated by an outside source because of their perception, you know, you're not affected by that. It's no longer a value uh, of value compared to the, again, richness of your own life experience. And also, and I guess that's the biggest bonus, the cooperation that you have with others is just natural. As there's no neediness, this just becomes oh, okay, well, let me think about how that would work. Mm, ah, that fast. Maybe, yeah, let's try it. Or, yeah, let's go for it. You know, you, you kind of see, does it align with you? Are you forcing yourself? No? Okay, good. Um, you you ask that as to yourself. And then what would make this even more fun? It, cooperation just becomes natural. There's no non-chosen ideas of perceptions or non-chosen ingredients again you wouldn't naturally choose to feel bad you wouldn't naturally choose to feel angry at someone not at the beginning no evil babies (laughs) no demon babies uh but that's true so it was learned from the exterior yet when that momentum is cleared up it's just natural to go let me check it out. What would be the the biggest payoff for both of us or all parties involved? And it becomes quite easy to f- and quick to think about this. Again, you repeat momentum. You don't repeat the TV stuff, the the fiction stuff. Because in fiction, there needs conflict. And so you kind of balance yourself in what you watch and what they would call mental diet. What are you ingesting continuously? In your mind, what are you hearing repeated over and over and over? That affects you. That leads your life. Remember, zero to nine, man. That's simple fucking repetition. <laughs> I get to shit at that. Because looking at the dust that the, some of the things, you know, keeping sketchbooks and books, like, brought. And now, you, you, you hear it. It's clogged. No, well, like my toilet. <laughs> pipe broke. Uh that was a building's fault, but yeah, that thing is clearing up. Thank you air purifier, which I will have to dismiss and possibly just give back or return or sell back um after this cuz I won't need it once I leave um the apartment, you know? And the, all this shit, but you know what I mean? Just a subtle subtle, okay? but not that subtle, it was just the punishment aspect, so just that repetition, you know, and then add to that the child's fear of having that happen again, which is another repetition, you see how fucked up, how, how quickly it stacks up, you know, so That's why when you do that release, oh fuck, you will, you'll feel the momentum and it's like, okay, yeah, but that's the thing. It's like, that includes what is said to you, but also what you listen to. So when you take that into consideration, you start watching your diet. (laughs) You literally start watching your diet, your mental diet, Uh, what you continuously watch the fiction that you listen to... um... delicious... the... (laughs) the fiction... delicious... delicious fiction... um... so... the stuff that you hear on a daily basis... funny enough... whatever is not necessarily in your peripheral... in the moment... but is being told to you... is kind of like fiction... because you're not living it... directly... it's like reading a book... about an event... You, it's just like reading a book about fantasy and stuff. You're generating images in your head once you hear it, but you're not living the event. You're being told about an event, but that could also count as tales, you know, as the olden tales. So it is fiction. You're not in the event. You're not feeling it with your five senses, adding six senses, intuition. Yet the repetition of it makes it feel as if it is such. The repetition of that habit. You know, remember as a kid, you just lived what you lived directly. And you felt all of it in the moment. Yet you weren't into... That aspect of overly diving into other people's fiction, you know, with the their events. Even looking at a picture, you'll kind of imagine what it would feel to be there, but you're not doing it live. So it's a very interesting distinction to kind of notice when it comes to human behavior with the rising of technology, because there are certain effects we didn't keep in check. We didn't understand. And there's very, let's say, intricate knowledge that we weren't really able to explain in more basic ways. or And we haven't had uh, collaborations between multiple countries. It was tricky to understand each other. But we got better at it. So, it's... And also, uh, society still has this, or had this idea of do this or else, so get the grade or else, so it's not like they would put such complex stuff, into the curriculum, because, you know, with the, the rule set, that's not really advantageous, again, do this or else, the, or else is lack, pain, um, shame, ridicule, blah, 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 instead of, well, what's the result that you want, what do you prefer, what do you like, how do you want to ace this, you know, uh, so, so, yeah, you, you can't put that in the grade school or high school. You can't. Elementary school, I mean. My bad. So it's understandable, but all of it kind of led to this point in time. It's just that, again, you fight your ego. You literally fight your ego. You fight your mind, your your repeated habits, your habits of repetition, of perception, You know, that initial momentum. Yet, uh, let me change the word. It's not fighting. You're kind of toppling it like a Tetris versus or Puzzle Fighter, but you're toppling the old belief and you're kind of accepting it for it to have led you again to this very point in time when you're able to perceive all of this and the granularity of those, the momentum of the belief in your lifetime all the events that it caused and reinforced itself yet at that point as you understand that the granularity of those events the nuances okay you're able to tweak them you're like okay so if i thought about that at this point how would it feel what would it have changed and you're like oh oh and you're feeling it in a moment okay right then and there you're rewriting the memory because Instead of reliving what had happened, which, okay, yeah, sure, it did happen, it all led to this point, where you can just actively change that memory, and no longer let the mind repeat out of fear, and expecting the worst. It's a very, very um, interesting point, or multiple, you know, you'll face this multiple times, but your overall perceptions of... Things and understanding of that aspect of perception of reality, the habits, uh, the evolution that we have collectively as a species. You know, it's fucking intriguing. It's fucking amazing. It's great. And you feel that continuously. Again, that gets you into that amazing flow state. So you take the time. You know, you take the time when you can take the time. And you don't blame yourself for not taking the time. Because that's not going to (laughs) help. But, uh, you know, you want to take the time to give that great gift back to yourself. (laughs) And also, you know, remember the aspect of good intentions. And how you might have also had times where... You had good intentions and fucked up you know or reacted not (laughs) okay let me change that word it's not fucked up it's just you reacting and acting in a way that wasn't necessarily thinking about the result in advance um and clarify that preferred result for both parties you know and then knowing the momentum of that because that also creates a momentum and it's like going, you don't know what you don't know. You didn't know what you didn't know. That goes for every party involved. So that's that, you know, and same goes for you. So yes, there were ideas of perception. There were ideas of societal locking in the aspect of you think like this or we reject you. You think like this or we, you know, we put you to the side, We've seen that multiple times in history, you know, and hey, 2020 is looking amazing in the aspect of interconnection. Seriously, it really all depends where you look, and that's the beauty of perception. When you look for it, you'll see it multiplied, and that goes for everything, because you're perceiving it, you're looking at it, it's in front of you in your thoughts, it's, it's creating a momentum, it's evolving in your mind, if you keep thinking about it, the different variations, so, you'll find more of it, you create more of it in the moment, in your mind, in your, let's say, consciousness, soul, you know, uh, or soul resonance to it, uh, different terms, different terminologies, fun, fun discoveries, but yeah, uh, so that's the thing. And especially when you consider that, you know, 24 hours, some would say, um, yet much faster in the mind for visualization and various other pre planning, pre paving, you, you kind of acknowledge that, hey, time well spent. <laughs> time well spent. Literally, put that right next to binge watching a show. What you got from that? Entertainment, okay. That's it. (laughs) Uh, Yet, geez, nearly lost track. Channeling kind of goes at such a high speed, it's amazing. So, yeah, as a species, um, we have reached a very interesting point yes we're we're watching out for the double-edged blade of practically everything but in particular those new technology because we're learning about this we now have enough years with various types of technology to concretely measure the effects of what has been done um to let's say back and forth interaction between humans, certain devices, repetitions of certain ideologies and such. So it's as if we've kind of got able to do a full 360 as well as being able to verify with various past years, similar texts, you know, similar, um, popular societal activities, I guess, yeah way, anyway, but uh, now we're going to go a bit more with the tech, you know, so just like everything, we're, we're balancing it, we're finding ways, we're watching out, we're playing with it, you know, we're just. it's all about asking yourself, am I going to take the time? Same goes for video games and all, all that stuff. It's all one's personal decision and knowing how they want to balance out their life. You're in full control. To the degree that you pay attention to it. Because even that grows. Again. Repetition. 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 It's not hardcore. I need control. No. It's just natural. Upon paying attention uh, to it more often. So. Yeah. Yeah. Just play. Have fun with it. 2021 is going to be fucking fantastic. And you have choice over your perception. And where you want to look. So. If you want to see the dark side of 2021, you can look that way. <laughs> your perception, your in choice of what you want to feel and what you want to create in your life, it's all linked. So eh, play, give yourself that time and be patient about it.